This is a rebroadcast of an episode from season two. I'll start with some new content, because new content's good, it's fresh. Warm greetings, especially to all you pagans out there, as we just had that spring equinox where all places on earth have the same length day and night. Equi, equal, nox, night, words, good. Spring brings the blossoming and exploring of meadows that have been dormant during winter. Seasons, ah. And today I will talk about nature and meadows. First, though, some new content from the In My Experience section of the pod. And then again, an extended rebroadcast of Episode 3, Season 2, titled Meadows, first released on September 21st, 2021 which is the fall equinox in the Northern Hemisphere. You see what I'm doing here? I hope you do, and I hope you like it. In my experience, the cliché of writers going into nature to write poetry is a cliché because it's true. Before you object, ask yourself, have I ever even try to write creatively or work on something intellectually challenging and difficult while in nature? Maybe something you're stuck on or the need or you need a fresh look? Something that requires deep work, you know, getting into the flow. Have you done that in nature? Like, have you? Cause out in nature, in my experience, The quiet mixed with the birds and the leaves and just the vibe. The vibe. And by vibe, I mean a real vibe where the muse sings clearly and sings the right words sometimes for the first time as if the vibe is writing the poem. I can't fully explain it. Writing in nature seems to bring me that perfect balance of focus mixed with creativity. Perhaps it has something to do with the fact that we have literally evolved to be surrounded by the sounds of nature. It's the vibe that we're made for. Nature. Try it. You're made for it. Just bring warm clothes. Now, if you've tried like actual nature in real life for at least a couple hours on at least a couple occasions while trying to do deep work and you just had no flow, I suppose you can disregard the above. Or maybe not. At least the nature muse as real has been my experience. Visit orrenmore.com to see more of my work if you like this flow and what I'm currently doing poetically, comically, and for updates on my upcoming collection, Broetry, Poetry for the Well-Endowed Man. What's Broetry? You're listening to it. As mentioned, the following is a rebroadcast of the episode titled Meadows. However, it's extended because it includes a replay of both poems read and heard after the normal end to the episode for those whom it pleases. Thank you for listening. Let's go. The Vibe Welcome back, or for the first time, I'm Oren Moore, and this is Two Poems Read and Heard. May this move you in a good way and give you that whoa, wow feeling of wonder. And if it does, please rate, review, share, and subscribe to the pod. The theme today is meadows. Ah, meadows. 
The word alone hints at people and poets enjoying a respite from the dark and shaded forest or the loud and crowded city. Meadows are places to see and relax in. I aim for this pod to produce similar vibes. Our first poem today is titled High Meadows and was written by Mark Van Doren, an American poet who lived from 1894 until 1972. As a consequence of my aim to bring you the peaks of poetic greatness, Van Doren joins the group of poets I've highlighted on this pod who won the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry, receiving the award in 1940. High Meadows Farms lie on the top of Millington Mountain. Fences draw their feet up out of the sod and doze in the all-day sun. Houses are hidden, and meadows have the summit to themselves. Up from the road they rise all afternoon, the stubble flowing swiftly to the top, a thin brown line that holds, then flowing over and over, a walker thinks. But there are days when, left and right, the highway low between, the stubble turns to plumage, and the horizons are tips of wings that bear the sky away. The mountain has grown wary of its stone. The mountain is not sleeping anymore. And we who walk to the village and do not know what house we shall come back to, if we come. In Van Doren's poem, he takes us to the high meadows that experience a short summer, their grass growing quick in its short season of all-day summer sun, unshaded by the trees of the forest. The meadow, too, seems ever more changing than the forest around us, with the grass growing quick in summer and disappearing under snow where the snow does go. And so, in the high meadows there are days of plumage to take all in, for there are days, too, of stubble and snow that blinds us to often dormant life underneath. More so than the valleys, then, the high meadows tune us into both cycles of seasons and life and the fleeting nature of life's summer. In order to bring out this connection between the high meadow and our lives, our man Van Doren goes in heavy on the personification. I dare say the hit and punch of the poem relies on its use. The fences drawing their feet up, the meadows with summits to themselves that will rise all afternoon, and the mountain growing wary of its stone that is not sleeping anymore. This personification brings the high meadow alive in an immediacy to the poem and scene, which brings us to the point in the pod where if you've been listening to this pod often, you may be able to guess where I'm going next. Yep, the last lines of the poem that once again bang so hard on the woe-wow door that the door has no choice but to let this poem into the house of wonder. Quote, The mountain is not sleeping anymore, and we who walk to the village and do not know what house we shall come back to if we come. I mean, damn. That's fire because I don't fully get it, but I also fully get it. There's no period after any more, but instead semicolon. With this, Van Doren links us in those who walk to the village, to the high meadows that are not sleeping anymore. What have we woken to? 
while I have my own thoughts on this having to do with impermanence and other classic poetic themes, I will note instead that Van Doren, in addition to being a poetic force, was also a renowned and much-loved teacher. On this topic, Van Doren said, quote, I have always had the greatest respect for students. There is nothing I hate more than condescension, the attitude that they are inferior to you. I always assume they have good minds. End quote. I feel the way about my listeners as Van Doren did about his students, and trust in the meadows of your mind to interpret Van Doren's high meadows in a way that serves you best, and to find yourself a meadow if it pleases you. Our second poem today falls into the category of love poems and is titled Low-Key Backway Meadow. I don't write a lot of prototypical love poems, though maybe I should, given my love life. I'm just going to leave that there and keep it unclear. Mystery is good, and so too are meadows for lovers to fall into while they embrace their mutual crush. In this one, I fall on A-A-B-B rhyme scheme until the final couple lines. Low-Key Backway Meadow The low-key backway meadow, where we love in sun and shadow, will stay with me long past, these fields of love on gasp, into the cooling and easy flow of the meadow breezy, as you make me full calm and breathing and long, of our backway meadow that others think ghetto, but it is ours to take in through grass on our skin. As you love me so hard with the grass a full yard, hiding us from the view of others save two, hearts that seem bound for all the times round, the sun and this meadow that won't let go. Do you visit any meadows, be they real or of the mind? What is there? Now the poems will be read back to back without commentary in between for those whom it pleases. High Meadows Farms lie on the top of Millington Mountain. Fences draw their feet up out of the sod and doze in the all-day sun. Houses are hidden, and meadows have the summit to themselves. Up from the road they rise all afternoon, the stubble flowing swiftly to the top, a thin brown line that holds, then flowing over and over, a walker thinks. But there are days when, left and right, the highway low between, the stubble turns to plumage, and the horizons are tips of wings that bear the sky away. The mountain has grown wary of its stone. The mountain is not sleeping anymore. And we who walk to the village and do not know what house we shall come back to, if we come. 
Low-key backway meadow. The low-key backway meadow, where we love in sun and shadow, will stay with me long past these fields of love on gasp, into the cooling and easy flow of the meadow breezy, as you make me full calm and breathing and long of our backway meadow that others think ghetto, but it is ours to take in through grass on our skin. As you love me so hard with the grass a full yard, hiding us from the view of others save two, hearts that seem bound for all the times round, the sun and this meadow that won't let go.